Time for a tall tale short. Eli, a young artist who loved sketching under the moon's soft silver light, had recently moved to the quaint town of Solace Springs due to his mother's new job at the local hospital. With her working late hours, Eli had plenty of time to fill his sketchbooks with whimsical creatures and surreal landscapes, creations of his vibrant imagination. When he saw a help-wanted sign in the window of a 24-7 convenience store run by the eccentric and lively Mrs. Hattie, he was intrigued. I can probably sketch and make some money at the same time, he pondered. When he interviewed, Mrs. Hattie laughed heartily at his questions about graveyard shifts and promised him only one thing. At midnight, everything changes. Eli's first shift started off mundane, punctuated only by the hum of the refrigerator and the occasional late-night shopper. Until midnight. With a low rumble, the store transformed in a way that seemed ripped straight from Eli's sketchbook. Aisles twisted and shifted. Soup cans morphed into pear-shaped bottles filled with glowing potions, and snacks were replaced by candies labeled in unfamiliar languages. Eli's initial panic made him knock a can off the shelf, spilling its contents on the floor. Behind him, he heard a giggle. Turning around, he saw his classmate, Isla, trying to suppress her laughter. It's a lot, isn't it? she asked, her eyes sparkling with mischief. Where'd you come from? Eli exclaimed. Isla smiled. The night shift gets a little, uh, interesting. So I help out on most nights. Don't worry, you'll get used to, um, all of this. Eli wasn't so sure. He thought about leaving and never coming back, about letting this bizarre world remain unknown. But when he looked at Isla, he saw a calm and collected demeanor. Something inside him begged him to stay. Over the next few nights, the paranormal became his routine. His sketchbooks came alive with drawings of Marvin, the werewolf with an overzealous craving for dog biscuits, alien travelers who couldn't get enough of earth snacks, and Carl, the bat who swooped in each night for a chat and a sip of pear potion. Eli's initial terror faded into fascination, his nightly shifts feeding his imagination like never before. His sketchbook expanded with each new creature, each novel item in the store. But boy, was that about to change. Unbeknownst to Eli and Isla, a gang of mischievous space goblins had been spying on the store from the shadows. Mrs. Hattie had few rules, but absolutely no space goblins was one of them. When they noticed newcomer Eli, they saw an opportunity. One night, while Eli was engrossed in sketching Carl, who was asleep, hanging upside down from the ceiling, they slipped past him into the store and towards Hattie's office, their greedy eyes set on an old, mysterious key hanging on her office wall. Startled from his sketch, Eli heard something fall in the back of the store. Upon investigation, he found shelves overturned, potions spilled, and the unusual smell of dirty gym socks, a scent he would later find out was common to space goblins. The friendly regulars seemed edgy. Marvin's fur bristled, and Carl fluttered nervously. Something's off, he whispered, flitting from side to side, and we need to figure it out. As Eli turned to reply, a high-pitched giggle echoed through the store. Following the sound to the back corner, he discovered the space goblins jumping from shelf to shelf, causing mayhem. They spotted him and charged, their tiny bodies full of mischief and determination. Isla, hearing the commotion, rushed to Eli's side. Goblins! she exclaimed. We need to get them out! 
Armed with the store's mop and cleaning spray, the duo tried to chase the goblins away. But the mischievous creatures only laughed and continued their rampage. One of the goblins grabbed the mop's head and donned it as a wig. The other swiped the cleaning spray and began to toss the bottle back and forth, drinking the contents. Desperate, Eli glanced at his sketchbook and had an idea. He quickly sketched a trap for the goblins, a tempting pile of their favorite sweets under a sturdy box. Eli and Isla, working together, managed to lure the goblins into the trap. With a swift pull of a string, the box dropped, trapping the goblins underneath. Marvin quickly grabbed the box and ran off into the night with it. Eli, panting but grinning, turned to Isla. I hope Marvin enjoys his midnight snack. As the sun's light began to show on the horizon, they cleaned up the mess from the evening's mischief. Suddenly, the front door opened, ringing the attached bell. In walked a hooded figure. She cast a grim look at Eli and Isla, murmuring, You've done well, but this was just the beginning. Those goblins, they work for someone much, much more powerful. She's after that key. Eli and Isla exchanged a glance. We better call Mrs. Hattie. This was a tall tale short, small but mighty stories, released daily in audio format. Create, read, and share more tales at talltale.com.